Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to a zombie radio production. You're all going to die down here. Welcome to a 12-step program for your zombie addiction. Zombie Anonymous. Good evening, Zombieholics, and welcome to Zombie Anonymous, the 12-step program for coping with your undead addiction. I'm Freak. I'm Jesse. And we're Micro's zombie- absent. <laughs> and we're Zombieholics. Welcome to the meeting, and we have a special guest. We've got, do you want to introduce yourself? I am Peter. I come from Mouthy Broadcast. Yay! Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Glad to have you aboard. All right, Freak, you want to um, do our beers real quick? Okay. All right. I'm having a Sierra Nevada German-style IPA. It says Hopfen Ale. It's all right. It's very weak in hops, but it's good. I'm drinking it anyway. Well, I have a Cocoa Brown Ale by Blue Moon. That sounds good. Ooh. I don't drink, so I have nothing. <laughs> that's okay yeah this it's not good. a requirement it's not a requirement we just like it's our excuse to drink <laughs> on the weeknights word yes so um i listen to mouthy broadcast i love it y'all are awesome very funny yes i love it too y'all cover a wide variety of topics you don't just stick <laughs> to one thing so you guys bounce around which i like that we try we try um, for anyone out there who is unfamiliar with Mouthy Broadcast, it is a show by women with balls, and <laughs> it was originally done primarily by women, by uh, my friend Jenny, and then as she retooled the format various times, she eventually whittled the cast down to the three people. And she wanted to have a guy on the show to have a male perspective on things, but somebody who wasn't like a total dude bro, like somebody who was actually like feminist and could things. So that's how I ended up on the show. And like you said, we just talk about whatever, uh, whatever shit's going on in our lives, stuff we like, stuff that pisses us off. And we try to make it funny. And occasionally we do some real talk, but. Check it out, you know. It's a good show. I think everybody would enjoy it. Yes, the first thing that comes to mind of topics, though, I think it might turn people off, is period period talks and dick pics. (laughs) 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 That was just just the latest episode. (laughs) 
Well, I usually listen to various podcasts while I'm doing housework and stuff like that when I'm home. And there's plenty of times where I'm listening to y'all's show and my kids get home from school and I'm like, let me find my, <laughs> where's my headphones at? I, I need those right now. Yeah, I think the one particular y'all were talking, uh, the girls were talking about um, shaving their lady parts. <laughs> and I was like, oh, where's my, pause. <laughs> but very entertaining. I love it. Well, I listen at work, and almost all of my coworkers, and all of them in my department, but the majority of the company is female. And so I have my headphones on, and it's a toss-up on some of them probably would enjoy it. Others would probably be really offended. If you're cool with that, you probably like our show. If you don't, if you're not cool with that, you might want to listen to something else. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> All right, so we have um, we have a speak pipe. Let me get that out and play that real quick, and then we will uh, jump into. We could do our the three questions after that, so we don't forget. Yeah. All right. Let me uh, play this for you guys. Good evening, chaps. Burning calling. Hi, guys. Um, hope everybody's doing okay. I'm well enough to send a message this week. Um, so uh, let's get on with it then. This week, I'm going to be drinking uh, Quellbrun Brandenburg Water Classic with bubbles in it. So I'm going to pop a couple of ice cubes in. And a Big wedge of lime, a uh, big wedge of lemon, I mean. <laughs> Get this on. Oh, it all looks very fancy. Hey, guys. Cheers to health, happiness, and not being sick. <laughs> oh, citrusy and refreshing, just the way I like it. Okay. Um, things been happening this week. I've been really crappy. Um, there was the start of the fashion or carnival period uh, last weekend. We were supposed to go to a big party with costumes and fancy dancing and drinks and debauchery. But we laid on the couch and went <laughs> instead, which wasn't great. But apart from that, I hope everything is your end is okay. And uh, I'll speak to you next time. Bye. I guess Hexter got Micro sick because Micro's not here tonight for the same reason. No. He has no voice. <laughs> he cannot speak. <laughs> I'm sick most. I am jealous of that too. dude's accent. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, he, he's he's um, I guess he's British, but he lives in Berlin. Well, and his wife in, is German. He lives in a small town just north of Berlin that we probably right. haven't well, heard well, of. Technicalities, okay. <laughs> But he's really cool. He is a very devoted fan, and he, he's pretty much a part of the show. He calls us every week, which is awesome. All right, Freak, three questions. Okay, first question. What's the worst place you can think to go during the zombie apocalypse? Uh, I would say because... Being in a tropical climate during a zombie apocalypse would just be shitty. I mean, it's hot yeah. outside. All 
there'd be no power, so you'd have no air conditioning inside and anywhere, and then you'd just have zombies everywhere just fucking your shit up, and it would just be an inconvenience. And no air conditioning sucks when there's not zombies, so, yeah. <laughs> and in that climate, you know, they'd probably seriously. be rotting quicker, so they'd smell even worse. True. I, I, I wonder how the humidity would affect them. Ew. They would probably get extra slimy, I would think. Yeah. And, and nobody would smell good. I mean, <laughs> like, when I watch The Walking Dead, I'm sitting there like, man, like, there's no way, like, people who watch this show would want to have sex with Daryl. That guy must oh, smell so God, bad. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or any of them. They all have to smell horrible, but especially Daryl, because he just looks dirty. Hey, yeah, some of them... Like, like, I think they've been getting baths or showers since they made it to Alexandria. Though I don't think Daryl would choose to, so unless he's forced to, then he might still be smelling bad. I I, I was I was a I was a grunge fan, so I went through periods of not uh, washing my hair, so I know what what really dirty hair looks like and Daryl's got some pretty gnarly hair right now. It's greasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet Rick walks by him and goes, "Damn, dude, take a shower." You know, like you did your friends. <laughs> or like, like when, when they have, like, like when they when they hug, like Rick is just like, "All right, let's just make this quick." Like he does a little quick tap on the back, and backs yeah. up, well, or you don't breathe out of your nose. Well, and Carl's <laughs> Carl's probably going through puberty, and they're probably trying to get him to wear deodorant. He's like, "Daryl doesn't wear That's it." A pain in the ass with teenagers. <laughs> Oh, I got really good news, guys. Guess what? I was gifted this jar of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. I went grocery shopping, and I was like, you know what? I'm buying pickles. <laughs> you know, we'll find out in a minute why. Let's see here. The second... So would you... What? Go, go ahead. Okay. Second question is what's your general plans for the zombie apocalypse? I would... I would hold up somewhere like, well, I'd get out of Florida first, and I'd, I do like either like Dawn of the Dead or something like that. I'd find like a shopping mall or a Walmart, someplace that has a lot of resources, so that I could just like stay there for a while and have food and other stuff available. And if it's Walmart, I'd have weapons. True. To use. Uh. I wouldn't want to have a lot of people in there with me, though, because everybody would start churning on each other and fighting over shit. <laughs> yeah, Facebook reminded me of a comment I had posted a few years ago that during the zombie apocalypse, you'd have to get used to being seen naked and seeing naked people. Because if you're letting somebody into your hideout, you're going to make them strip first because everybody will hide a bite. That's true. Well, after living in Florida, I mean, you see your share of naked people just, you know, randomly <laughs> out there. We went to Florida last summer, and we went down to um, Siesta Key Beach. And this man, this old man, he had to have been 97 years old, was so tan that he looked like leather. I mean, he was... <laughs> He looked like a fucking suitcase laying on the beach. I'm like, and his hair was like grayish and blondish, but it was like, it looks like he just lays on the beach all day. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I mean, I live in Virginia. We have beaches here and 
we probably have people like that here, but I just don't even pay attention because I was in a different spot. <laughs> you know, I don't think I saw any naked people when I was in Florida a few years ago. Well, this dude had a speedo on. I know that he was pretty much naked. <laughs> I a few months ago, I was at the mall and I was passing through the food court, and there was this guy wearing like short shorts. And he was sitting with his legs spread, oh, and God. he had just one of his balls <laughs> just, just chilling outside of his shorts. And, like, that he had to have known that that I was bet he knew. outside. I think he was a pervert. I mean, you feel, like, the wind or something on that. And I was like, you know what? I kind of admire this guy. Like, the confidence that he has <laughs> to just sit there with his ball hanging out, like, and just not give a fuck. Like, yeah, I have a friend like that. He probably was counting how many people noticed. <laughs> He's like, yep, that guy saw me. I saw him. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I almost wanted to go up and shake his hand and be like, dude, you know, I wish I had your confidence. Like, <laughs> that would have been funny if you did that. <laughs> yeah, but I have a friend like that. He's like, he'll have holes in his pants and he goes commando. And in. He'll answer the door naked if the if the pizza guy's coming. No, I, I would well, not do that. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how porn starts. So that's I, mean, I can understand true. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, usually, well, if I think about it, then I guess usually if the porn starts that way, the girls might be answering the door naked. But usually, if it's switched around, the guy has his clothes on when the pizza lady shows up. I, I don't. I, yeah, that's true. I don't think I've seen, or at least recall, any porn where the genders were reversed in the pizza scenario. I've seen one. This was uh, eighteen inches versus eighteen inches. It had Bridget the Midget in it as the pizza lady. I like how you know all the details. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking the like... same thing. <laughs> It's what year was it made, Freak? I don't know that. It's just, <laughs> it's the only midget porn I've ever owned. <laughs> oh, he owned it. Okay. Yeah, I owned the, uh, I, I I owned the gonna... VHS. I'm not surprised. <laughs> he had the VHS. I gave that to no somebody. Further questions. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she took it like a champ. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't 18 inches, but he, the guy had a really big dick. Okay, freak, just stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> this is going somewhere we don't want it to go. What's okay. your third question? Yeah. What is your favorite improvised weapon? Oh, um, a lawnmower. Uh, in one of Peter Jackson's old movies before he did like Lord of the Rings and shit, he did some type of zombie or something movie and a guy just raised up a lawnmower while he was surrounded by zombies and just went <laughs> and just sliced everyone up and there was just blood and shit everywhere and I was like, that is amazing. It would be really cool. Some lawnmowers are heavy. But I guess if you have adrenaline, you could... I don't think I could pick it up. I'm not sure how well it would work because I know a lot of them have fell safes in them so that if they're lifted up, then they turn off because of, well, because of idiots who try to trim their hedges with them and hurt, hurt themselves. It looked cool in a movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. It would look cool in the movie. <laughs> and I've seen it in a, in a video game, too. I think I've seen that. I can't remember what it game was, it was. Uh, it was uh, Dead Rising, I think it was called. I think my kids have like that. It, like, oh. you're in, like, a mall, and there's, like, a million zombies, and you can pretty much make weapons out of anything. I have to ask my son. I think he has that game. I suck at video games, so I just don't even play them anymore. <laughs> Aren't you still playing um, Pokemon Go? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I gave up on all games. Yeah. Well, I got a new phone, so oh. I started back up I'm on play- that, so I've been playing that the last couple weeks. I still play Words with Friends on occasion, but... No other games. I play lots of PS4, and I'm a 36-year-old man. (laughs) I tried playing, like, Call of Duty and all those games, and I was pretty good at um, Bioshock Infinite, but then I beat it, so I didn't have any other games to play. I'm just not good at doing all the stuff at once. I would be playing Lollipop Chainsaw and I would text my son from downstairs and go, come upstairs, it's emergency. Beat this for me. <laughs> Give me to the next level. Well, yeah. I mean, the older I get, the the worse my reflexes are. So I kind of prefer like the slower moving type games like Final Fantasy yeah. and stuff like that where I can just wander around and do shit. Yeah, see, I haven't tried any leisure. of those. I should, I should probably try some of those. Like, I bought Star Wars Battlefront last year and... I, I didn't last any longer than like 15 seconds in each round, just because like I, as soon as I'd be like, okay, where am I? Like then I get shot in the head by somebody. I'm like, oh, clearly all the 13 year olds are masters at this. They are. Even... They are. I, I had my son. We we were doing the Call of Duty where you play against each other on the game, like sitting next to each other playing, and I was he was killing me every time. So I was like, that's it. You get no weapons except for a knife, <laughs> and he still killed me. And then his German Shepherd he had with him on the game killed me. So I said, fuck this. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not a big fan with FPSs, but I play a lot of WoW. (laughs) I I was just like, oh shit. It's it's like Battlefield, but with Star Wars? I'll I'll play the fuck out of that. But then I got it. I was like, this isn't fun because, like, I, I don't have a long enough time to like learn how to do things before somebody kills me like yeah yeah if i had a single player person campaign it'd probably be awesome yeah or at least give you like some sort of tutorial mode like before like you get thrown into the trenches (laughs) (laughs) maybe like i even was gonna i was gonna try to play i even went out and bought that game the evil within no that game is too hard. What you should try <laughs> so is... I didn't um, play that either. Look look for the um, Telltale games for The Walking Dead. Those games are good. I will actually... I will say that those games are are more well-written than the show. I just have my small problems with it. Like, one, you couldn't kill that little boy, Bug, I think his name was. It's like, he was so damn annoying... And when I played through the second time, since I let him live the first time, I thought, oh, I can let him get killed by the zombies instead of Herschel's son. But no, his dad saves him at the last moment. It's like, god damn it. Do they have that for the 360? Yes. yes. That's, that's how, what I got. That's okay. what I have it on. All right. That's Maybe like, I'll try it. It's like 30 bucks for season one, which is like five. 
episodes. Like no, no, it, it, it's it's well, only like oh, it might be ten bucks for season one. I yeah, guess, it's a lot yeah. cheaper. Yeah, I guess oh, I, I can probably get it at GameStop in the used game section. And then I think they have like two or three more seasons. There's three seasons, and then they have a, a Michonne spinoff. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's like, it's not a lot of the Twitch factor from games. It's mostly something's happening in... Kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Okay. You get the story, and you sigh. But there is some times where you have to actually fight the zombies, and so you well, might die a few times in some That'll spots. be... Skylar, it's an emergency. Come help Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Beat this well, well, what I like is that, like Freak said, it's like choose your own adventure where it'll present you with these uh, scenarios where it's like, okay, do you want to side with this person or this person or do you want to be an asshole to this person or be nice to this person? Okay. And, and it actually matters down the line. Like, it will oh, actually okay. come back up. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, so like if you keep so like, being you... an asshole to somebody and then... Then you might couple, need them later. A couple episodes later... And you're being attacked, then that person will be an asshole to you and not help. So you're kind okay. of playing a part in the storyline in a way, which is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. I will try those. I think I will. And the ending was fucking heartbreaking. I haven't played the second season yet. <laughs> Thanks uh, for sec- ruining sec- it. No, the se- <laughs> second season is good. Um, first season's the best, second season is good. Third season they just started, so I don't know. Oh, I can't okay. really rate that yet. Yeah, I just had the one problem. Well, the two little problems I had was the the one house you go in, you have to break into, and then there's a zombie in the attic. Oh. His kid, parents nailed yeah. shut the doors from the out on the outside. And left him in there, and I'm like, I'm not sure if he was a zombie before this happened, or if they left their living kid in there and shut him in and locked him in, and so he starved and became a zombie. I think that was uh, Casey Anthony's house. <laughs> um. She's back in the news these days. I saw that on Facebook. But then the other problem with that was that they had a dead dog. And they buried, and they had an electronic collar for the doggy door, and they buried the collar with the dog. And it's like, how are you going to use the fucking doggy door later without the collar? And that just bugged me a little oh, bit. Yeah. It's like that's probably an expensive upgrade to the house, and they just bury part of it. <laughs> it was kind of disappointing. I'm a- it's disappointing that you had to dig up somebody's dead dog, though. Yeah, that sucks. You so don't ever want to. The Walking Dead. Game. What? It's just The Walking Dead. It's yeah. just called because isn't there more than one Walking Dead video game? Well, the company is Telltale it, Games. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's the one you want. There's like a game where it follows like Daryl around, and it's like the prequel to the show or something. That game sucks ass. Okay. Well, I enjoyed it. But I have a low threshold for enjoyment. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought the gameplay was frustrating. Yeah. Well, y'all want to jump into Walking Dead? How about the topic? Oh, you want to do topic first? Go ahead. Okay, the topic this episode is 
Do you think we will ever see Negan smashing another head with Lucille? I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. I hope we do. Kind of. But I think because of all the bullshit that people started about the, the episode where we lost Dylan and Abraham, we may not. I don't know. I think it was great for the season opener. But I just don't see them repeating it. Maybe a zombie, but I don't think he'll kill another human that way on screen. Yeah. I think he will, but it won't be like a regular thing. I just think that like he keeps bringing up Lucille like in every other scene that he's in. And it's just like, okay, it's like Chekhov's gun. Like, just use it again or like just don't fucking bring it up. Like... Because that's all he does. He's like, oh, and you know, <laughs> Lucille remembers you. <laughs> Be careful. That's my boo. <laughs> well, let's see. But yeah. you, he does. He does. He does. So we, we open I mean, up. We it, be, go ahead. It might not be a major character, but I think somebody will get it. Like somebody at the compound will piss him off or something or I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you could be right. It could be somebody insignificant, not a major character. Yeah, because like you said, like a lot of people were pissed off about the way that they handled it in the premiere. So I think See, they'll probably do it again, but it'll probably like it'll probably be like the finale where like it'll show him starting to bash somebody's head in, but then it'll cut away or something. Probably, yeah. They won't show it like they did with Glenn and Abraham. See, I think people weren't pissed. Because of the way they ki- they were killed, they were pissed because of who was killed. If they read the comics, they would know that Glenn was supposed to die that way. I mean, it was, was frame for frame. I was pissed at the way that they structured it. I was like, the season finale. It's like they built up season six, like, oh, who's Negan going to kill? Who is he going to kill? Yeah. This is going to be a big thing. And then like they end it, and then they don't show it. And it's like, okay, you, what the fuck? Yeah, so everybody was speculating the whole time. Well, we saw this, and it could be this one because of this angle, and yeah. So I think what I would have done was have Glenn get killed in the season finale because like everybody was expecting that, right. and then in the season premiere, get Abraham killed because everybody is already is already is like okay, well he's already killed somebody, so we have this false sense of safety now. Nobody else is going to get killed. Then oh shit. There goes Abraham, and then that, you know, that'll that would shock the viewer. I think it needs yeah. should have been the other way where they killed Abraham with the season finale, because we have the, we're gonna I'm sure we're gonna have some extra drama between Maggie and Rick, because in the comics Rick keeps Negan alive, and so with, and so I think they would have the way that Glenn died adds to that drama well is there going to be some drama with maggie and daryl because it's kind of daryl's fault like <laughs> there could know. be yeah i don't know be. if they're, they're gonna do that on the show though even yeah. though i mean because i mean he's not in the comic but they didn't really like zoom in on that and i think maggie was just like oh my god what the fuck when that happened to him that yeah, I, I, I think she'd have more of a problem with Rick not killing Negan than she would with Daryl's action getting Glenn killed. 
Well, th- like they did show that Daryl does feel bad about it because when he was in the cell and like mm-hmm. they they threw in the photo and like it made him start crying or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think there's. If if I were writing the show, I'd put in some kind of friction between him and Maggie, but I don't know if that's what they're going to do. I don't know either. But I think the the fact that because they've never really been beaten down by another group or person, that Daryl was like, oh, well, I'm just going to get up and knock him out, and everybody else is going to jump in, and that's not what happened. So, you know, then he, they took him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, let's see here. Um, Big Rig says, if we do, I don't think it'll be one of the main cast members and we won't see the gore. Uh, Jason Roberts says, poor Lucille is going to be killed, so probably not. Funky fanged winker beans always be up in my business. (laughs) (laughs) John Hexter says he probably won't. Oh, poor John getting this show so I know. I, hate, I feel bad. You know, has he even seen the season premiere yet for the season? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but and he still it, listens to us and oh, we I spoil know. it all. <laughs> and Paul Workman says, I'd love to see him smash Robert Kirkman's head in. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay, so for next week's topic... The two brutal ways we have seen Negan kill people. How would you rather have Negan kill you? By smashing your head in with Lucille (laughs) or by throwing you into an oven? That's next week. Yep. (laughs) I don't even want to answer that. I'm I tra- said that before when you suggested it to yes, me. Yes, I'm not even sure how I would answer that. I'm trying to think which would kill you the quickest and be the most painless. I think they're about almost on the same playing field. Yeah, yeah. Either way, oh god, burning to death would suck. Yeah, because that looked like it was a lot faster than it should have been. Oh, that doctor, he could have just hid under a dumpster and Negan would have thought that he was burned <laughs> to death. <laughs> Alright, so, you ready for this episode? Yep, let me finish getting this topic up on the website, or on Facebook. Right. You guys can talk about something while I'm doing this. <laughs> so, was... Eugene requesting in the jar of pickles a callback to him biting uh, Dwight's dick. I thought that the whole time, like the entire time. And then at the uh, end, well, we'll get to that when we get to the end of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was like, are they going to talk about this at some point? Like, are they, gonna, is Eugene going to be like, sorry, I bit your dick off. I mean, like, pretty much. That's what <laughs> happened the last scene. It was pretty funny. Like, like I said, I was just watching it and I kept telling my daughter, ooh, watch this part. Ooh, watch this part. <laughs> See, I well, my wife doesn't work nights anymore, so I don't get the enjoyment I used to get when she would when it be home when it aired. So I would know when to stop and watch her face while she was watching it. (laughs) Well, the kids usually watch it with me, and um, my kids are old enough to watch it, and uh, they they didn't want to watch it last Sunday, so I was like, fine, I'll watch it by my damn self. 
So I did. And I watched the encore and then I watched it again today. I thought this episode was hilarious. I loved it. Yes, it was a good episode. It made me actually like Eugene, whereas Yeah. All the I mean, I, like, I like Eugene, but I, I guess I felt good for him, even though he's on the enemy side right now. Well, because I felt good for him because, like, he finally feels useful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, even Negan pointed out, like, you know, Brick hasn't really been using you to your it, full potential. He did. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, for real. Like, like Eugene could do all this shit, but Brick's just too busy. You know, caught up with his own crap. Yeah. Well, I think Eugene is just being Eugene. Yeah, he is being himself. He's doing what he has to to stay alive. It's like, though, he does get a little get. Let it go to his head how important he is in this episode. He sure does. I mean, ego is huge in this episode. Well, it starts, and they find out that Daryl's gone, and Fat Joey is dead. Yeah, and Dwight finds Daryl's prison clothes in his room. Yep. So then we go in, and, um... Let me see. Uh, they bring Eugene out of the truck. Oh, and I had a, I had a little song I wanted to dedicate to Negan. I think y'all might get a, a kick out of this. I was dying... Ready? Hold up. I better start at the spot I stopped it at. It didn't. Hang on. Let me pause it. I know. I know, I I looked at where to stop it. Okay. Well, think. Here we go. lane song. That's for that's for Negan. <laughs> Because he looks like he's going to fall over half the damn time. <laughs> like, every other line he says, he's leaning back. Like, he's all, like, it's way back. And I'm like, dude, like, are you constantly, like, stretching your back or something? Like, <laughs> doing something. I, that looks so uncomfortable to me. I don't understand how I can do that. But it works for him, I guess. Well, yeah, they pulled Eugene out and he's crying like a baby. Yep, he sure is. I felt so bad for him. And then he's scared because he thinks he's going to be put into this, like, prison room. And he, they ended up giving him, like, a nice little apartment. Like it's the, the same, VIP treatment. It's yeah. the same room they offered to Daryl. Yes, it is. It is. And it's like Wait, a, they offered... I thought, I thought they just they, threw Daryl into the prison. They, they showed... They took him in there to talk to Negan. Yeah, and they were all kind of offering in that room, it, and he probably would have had ah, it if okay, he had okay. said that his name was Negan. And I remembered the okay, room no, because there was the Atari in there. I remembered it because of the green chair. And I just knew, and I knew when I was right, that Eugene would like the Atari. <laughs> That's true. And he was like, this will be satisfactory. <laughs> I like how he asked for lobster. Like they'd have that fucking lobster. Was hilarious. <laughs> I would have done something like that. If somebody says you can have anything, I would ask for something like lobster. I mean, like they're struggling to get like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Does he really think that they would have lobster? Well, she said anything. Yeah. I mean. I mean. In his I mean. Defense. 
but I think he was sincere. Like, like if I would have, I would have said it just to fuck with them. Like, oh yeah, get me a lobster. Like, <laughs> but I think Eugene like actually like thought like, wow, you guys have lobster. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know. It might be kind of a little bit of both. Where he's like, wow, anything they might have lobster, but it might also be I'll just fuck with them as well and ask for something like that. Well, it was. It was also funny when she was like, he was like, well, potato chips. And, and then he found out they were kettle potato chips. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want any of them. I'm like, hell yeah, I don't like them fuckers either. <laughs> well, when she leaves and he turns on the stereo and it's playing Easy Street, he starts bobbing he's his bobbing head. bobbing his head, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Then we, and then when we go back to Dwight. Oh, Dwight got a beat down. Yes, he did. And then he got then, thrown into Daryl's own cell, but no easy sure street. No, no easy, easy street, street for him. But Negan wanted to make sure he was still on the same page, so he let him out, told the doctor to stitch him up, and then um, Dwight's talking to the doctor, and the doctor's kind of like trying to be sympathetic about why his wife left and everything like that, and that you know that he should be, you know. It was showing what kind of person she was and why she let Daryl do- go. Yeah. And um, so he went to look for her because he knew exactly where she would be. Oh, let's see here. I thought Negan let him off kind of easy. For, he did. Like, like, this is like the second time where, like, his Dwight's wife, like, fucked something up for them. And now Negan's just like, oh, just go talk to her and straighten things out. It'll be fine. Like, Yeah. Uh, well, I think... Negan believes he has Dwight broken. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know if Dwight is responsible. And so it's either losing somebody who's useful by treating him like he's guilty or just waiting until he proves that he's guilty or not. Yeah, I think he's... I think Negan's kind of testing him to see how far he will go or if he will still stick with their plan. Oh, Negan's always been testing him. Yeah. I think he tests everyone because he doesn't really trust anyone. I'm convinced that the thing with uh, his three wives was the test by Negan and that I think it, so too. I that they they weren't actually trying to betray him. Yeah, cuz I think kind of made sure that um Eugene knew that he wasn't trying to let him do anything with them, just hang out with them for a little while. Yeah. But I think he would, thought the girls could get some information out of him, too. And I, and well, and then like showing up later and been like, oh, can you help us? Negan doesn't know we're here. Like, I think Negan would know. Negan knows like he where everybody keeps is. keeps tabs on them chicks, too. Yeah. I don't know. Sherry was able to escape. Because Sherry was his favorite, so he probably let her do whatever she wanted. She was probably the queen bitch up there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of on a toss up there. I don't. I think they actually did want to kill Negan, and they were they just probably trying to, do. Yeah, they were just trying to take advantage. Uh, I I think it was also set up by Negan to test what Eugene would do. It could be. I mean, that seems like something he would do. No, Negan was a high school teacher 
and Negan or Eugene is that nerdy kid who's always picked on. Negan has seen his type and knows how to handle him. I don't think it was a test. I think Negan knows exactly where he stands with Eugene. Possibly. So then we go back and Dwight is in his room and he reaches up into that fish thing and pulls out a pack of cigarettes, like an old pack of cigarettes. And it's got two old cigarettes in it and one of them has his wife's lipstick on it. Let's see. Oh, I had a few things in here. Oh, when they take uh, Eugene into the warehouse and she's like, and he's pointed out the barber and she's like, might be able to kill that thing on your head. Yeah. Well, what, uh, what was with, uh, he saw that one lady, like, like, take some shit without signing off on it. And, was like, it a lady? I thought it was a guy. Well, whoever it was, like, it kept cutting, cutting back between the, the, the two of them, and then, like, nothing came of it. I was like, well, okay, what was that? Well, you know how they do on the show. We'll probably see that person the next episode. <laughs> Something will probably happen in the next one with that person. Because I, I noticed that, too, and I wrote it down. <laughs> Let's see here. Well, Negan wanted help with his walkers on the fence. And Eugene suggests pulling the, pouring the molten metal over him. And Negan's like, God damn, if that isn't the coolest thing I have ever heard. And that was all after he found out that he was a smarty pants. Dr. Smarty Pants. Dr. Smarty Pants. And that um, Eugene spilled the whole lie that he had told Abraham in the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So now he's going to have to back that shit up. <laughs> well, he's basically just doing like type science shit. But I mean, I think ne- that is cool though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Negan, like he's he's street smart, but he's not book smart. So like that stuff would impress him. I actually looked that one experiment up online. The it's called elephant toothpaste, the big one that like sprung out of the beaker. I'm going to do that shit. <laughs> Uh, if I do, I will. I will make a video and post it on Facebook. Yeah, that, really cool. that, that that's that's not hard to do. Um, yeah, I looked it up. It was real easy. They were like, "Yeah, they do this in science classes and stuff." So I'm gonna get my kids and and we're gonna do that shit. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's like when he's in there with Negan's wife and he's sitting there playing Yars Revenge. I played that game for many hours when I was a kid. <laughs> and then he's But like, not with three beautiful ladies sitting around you. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, would you like to play Warlords 2? It is four player and quite the hoot. <laughs> oh. I don't know if I ever played that game. Warlords? Oh, I think yeah. we had it, but I think my dad liked to play that one. I liked Asteroids and um, there was another one I liked. It's Space Invaders. That was my shit. And Centipede. Warlords was kind of like a variation of Pong. Okay. Where you have a target that when yours is hit, then you lose. And there's like a barrier around it. And so the ball goes around. You have a barrier to try to catch the ball so it doesn't break through your barrier and then hit your ball, your little protected area. Okay. It would have been funny if they had like a Super Nintendo set up in there and it shows like the four of them playing Mario Kart or something. That would be <laughs> awesome because those I was actually good at those games. All the Mario Brothers games, I could play those. 
<laughs> I do believe I just got a blue shell and I'll hit you with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Let me see. And that's when the, and that's when he said that he should give him a signing bonus and he said, I was just gifted these pickles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, when he took like that stuffed animal, he's like, I'm going to name him Grendel Gurk or something like that. I was like, Oh, I wrote that down. What did he call him? Oh, shit. I'll find it when we get there. I was like, I want that a to grinkly be like, a... gump. Grinkly yeah. gump. <laughs> I want Grinkly Gump to be like a recurring character from now on. Like, I do too. I want to buy one. Well, he had it it's stuck in his pocket as he's walking around. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there. It's like he was like, "I want this and this, also this." Yeah, that was awesome. Whenever he did that, it kind of makes me What's wonder. Number? It kind of makes me wonder why he wanted a bedpan. I, I wondered that myself. <laughs> And then he took all of the cold medicine and stuff and dumped it in there, too. And the lady's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because he's throwing his weight around. He's like, I'm in poor, I'm a VIP now. I figured he had some, like, MacGyver type thing that he would do with the bedpan. <laughs> Unless he doesn't have a bathroom in his room and he just wanted one to pee in. Yeah, oh, and then he's well, just being practical. You know, yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. He's just being practical. Yeah. That is something well, Eugene would do. Who wants to get up at three in the morning and go out and look for the bathroom when you can just pee in a pan? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, when there's dudes with machine guns like roaming the hallways and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Well, also Dwight went off looking for Sherry and went back to their home before the apocalypse and found a Dear John letter from her. <laughs> yes, pretty much. And she left her wedding rings there and everything. Yep. That was my point in the show where I could get up and go to the bathroom because I was kind of bored <laughs> at that point. <laughs> well, and he told her that he'd find her there with beer and pretzels, and he had beer and pretzels that he left for her. Yep. Well, like, I felt that the show was trying to, like, hit hit me in the feels with that, but I was like, we really haven't seen much of their relationships. Like, I don't really care that she left him. No, right. I don't. I don't either because she's... I'm like, let's just move on. <laughs> well, it's kind well, of it's kind of sad for anybody that he remembered the beer and pretzels, and he goes there looking for her, and she has left him. I mean, yeah, it's sad for the character, but as a viewer, like, I haven't spent that much time with those two characters, right. so like, I didn't really, I didn't yeah. really feel anything. I was just like, okay, well, that's happening, so. Let's go back to the characters that I do give a shit about. Well, I have a feeling she's going to end up in Alexandria. Oh, she might end up in Oceanside. Or she might end up with those uh, weird oh, performance the, artists in the... The trash can <laughs> people. Yeah. What are they calling them? The garbage pail kids? I don't know. We have, we have like a special formation circle. That oh my god, must... that was the weirdest shit ever. Like, I felt like I was in like a total goth like concert or something like, like that. Did, did they like stand around practicing that? Like, okay, I think so. whenever somebody new comes to our camp, we're going to do this, and everybody's just like, <laughs> "Wait, why the fuck would we?" Oh no, we're, we're going to do this little walk. <laughs> it made me think of an ant colony. I think I mentioned that last week, Jesse. You did. You yeah. did. Just the way they move. That's what it made me think of. <laughs> but like. Why? Why would you do that? Like that's intimidating. It was like over dramatic. It wasn't intimidating. It was intimidation weird. to cir- circle all the people, and you 
if you're in the middle of a circle I, of people, that's intimidating. You know, well, circling people, yeah, but like doing like that weird formation <laughs> thing, I would have been like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Like, am I about to see like some kind of show? Like, <laughs> kind of acid did y'all drop? Oh, take Rick to the up, up, up. Like, <laughs> I know they don't in, even speak right. Are, are you guys in kindergarten? Like. <laughs> Are you guys going to go to the Upside Down world next? Oh, like, Stranger Things. <laughs> go to the in to the out now. <laughs> uh, uh, Dwight's wife, I think she's gone. I don't think we'll see her again. I think I think Dwight's going to flip to Rick's side. and That's what's supposed to happen. Well, we, I, yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. I we just feel like we're going to see we... Sherry again. Since we were introduced to Dwight, we've known he's going to flip. Right. Well, we've all read the books, so yeah. we, we know what's kind of... They do but straight even, a little bit, but... Even if you haven't read the books, just the little way Negan's been picking at him. When he talks yeah. about having sex with his wife, when you, and hinting that it is Sherry. When he makes little jokes about how... He, is he able to get it up after... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene 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 him. And then when, I when they burned the guy's face with the iron, and he's like, oh, he said something about how it was familiar or something. I can't remember. He made some yeah. little quip to Dwight about it. I haven't read the books, but they've been telegraphing this, like, all season, where it's just like, like, why would you keep focusing on his right-hand man unless there's going to be some kind of shift in dynamics? Yeah, yeah, you have a point. Like, you know, they they would go off and, like, follow him on a little side story somewhere. It's like, well, of course, we're, you know, we're seeing that, like, he's starting to realize that living with Negan sucks and blah, 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 and he's going to flip. Well, he's we already knew he, even without all the other stuff, just the way he was talking with Sherry and little things with between those two before she left. It's like they were just playing along with Negan so that they could survive. And, and he's still he's still doing that in a sense with uh, putting up the doctor as the the patsy yeah. for. Uh... Yeah, they try to make us feel bad about him, and then he shows us he's an asshole. Yeah, I was like, that guy didn't. That guy helped you, like. <laughs> Like, he patched you up, he tried to give you, like, you know, some, like, comforting, you know, words of wisdom, and yep. then you just throw him under the bus, like, because you couldn't, your, your wife left you. And then Negan threw his ass in the fire. <laughs> and, I... stupid me, I was sitting there, I was just like, I was like, when Negan was like, oh, okay, well, that's enough. You said, you know, you're sorry or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's the end of that. I, then they, yeah. he threw him into the fire. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I think I even wrote that to you, Anthony, because I was like, I did not expect that at all I, either. Yeah, that's in my notes. OMFG. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Negan goes over and tells him that Sherry was one of his favorites and he's sorry. And Dee's like, I'm not. And he goes, ice cold. I love it. That's what Negan said. And that's why I also think that Negan was part of the plan for the three wives to go in cahoots with Daryl because 
uh, barcode girl and Negan were both like, hey, Eugene, you're going to want to see this when that yeah. whole thing went down. Yeah. So it was like, you know, if you betray me, this is what's going to fucking happen. Right, basically, that's, he was making an example of the doctor. So then I he, I, I then know. I think I he think set up a be... scenario where I don't think he was Eugene could be Siren. I don't know if you'd do that though. I didn't hear what either one of y'all were no. saying. I don't, <laughs> I don't think Negan was set up that scenario. I think even without having the three wives trying to get Eugene to create the pills, then I think he still would have wanted. Eugene to see that to see how he deals with traitors. Peter, what did you say? I I just I just think that like yeah he wanted to see he wanted him to see that but then he also wanted to test him after that and be like okay you know will he do what I said? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And but then again, to to counter that. Negan was also like, well, we don't need this doctor anymore because now we have Eugene. So we have somebody who can fill that role. I don't think that he would also just immediately kill Eugene also. Well, with that part, he said, we have another Dr. Carson. Dr. Carson, who he just threw in the fire, his brother works at the hilltop. Oh, that's what So I think, and I didn't realize that until our friend Mike from the XD Experience had brought that up. And I was like, holy shit, that's totally like went over my head and um and then i read an article about it on facebook so i was like yep he's gonna kidnap his ass from the hilltop oh i I thought he was referring to eugene i was like i did at first too i I was like does he know that like eugene's not a medical doctor like right 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 (laughs) well i never thought he was talking about eugene but i just i did they have other outposts they probably have other doctors well what i'm worried about is if he if he kidnaps Dr. Carson from the hilltop, what is Maggie going to do about her pregnancy? That's the only doctor they have at the hilltop to help take care of her. Yeah. So that's going to suck. So then we go back and the girls come to see if Eugene made the pills. And he said, yes, but they weren't getting them. And he said he figured that they were for Negan and not for Amber. He goes, he goes, pump your brakes, Red. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, she's like, didn't he kill your friends? And he's like, several. Yeah. But we killed a bunch of his people, turnabout, and all that. And they tried to. He did make a good a good point. Like, yeah. Yes, I, I didn't previous, think of that. Previous season, Rick was an asshole. It's like, uh, but they here's the thing. It. Are they going to pull up Breaking Bad? Are these pills going to come back again later in the story to be used against somebody? Probably. I think so. And they said that they showed the peaches laying on the counter because apparently the pit, inside the pit of a peach, yeah, you can scrape it out and it's poison. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I did. <laughs> I don't go around researching poisons. I don't research them, but I'm just like I read. I read the Anarchist Cookbook years ago, and I'm pretty sure that, that was mentioned in there. I am not surprised. <laughs> so they tried to blackmail him, and he was like, "Well, he's not going to believe you, just like what just happened with the doctor and Dwight. He's going to take me over you because you're replaceable." And I was like, "Burn!" <laughs> they're like, "You're a coward." He's like, "That is a correct assessment." Yep. 
He should have stroked his mullet like right then and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then he's trying to eat some of his pickles. And you hear the... <laughs> and guess who's at the door? And at first you're like, fuck, Negan knows about the pills. That's exactly what I thought because Negan was looking all mean at the door. And then he comes in and he's like... So how do you like it here? Are we treating you okay? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> well, the, he, the, he almost he hit like, him in the face with Lucille when he walked by. <laughs> I thought he was just going to be like, oh, so you passed my test. Like, you know, mm-hmm. good, good, good. eat a pickle, man. You know, like, <laughs> you <burn> it. <laughs> leans back. <laughs> yep, leans back. <laughs> so then he's telling Eugene, because Eugene's like looking really terrified at this point. And he's telling him, you don't have to be scared anymore. And this part, I absolutely lost it. I was dying. He's like, you got to answer this one question. And he's like, you are. And he's like, I am Negan. I am completely stone cold <laughs> Negan. I was Negan before I met you. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I was surprised how clearly Eugene could say that he was Negan. Uh Uh-huh. With Negan's (laughs) dick shoved down his throat. Well, I was when I watched it tonight again for the third time, I'm sitting there watching when this is happening, and it looked like Jeffrey Dean Morgan was trying his fucking hardest not to burst out laughing. (laughs) Because it was really funny. There's been a couple of parts this season where like it almost seems like he uh, broke character for one reason or another. Right. Uh, in the one episode where he was in Alexandria waiting for Rick to come back, mm-hmm. like he was saying a bunch of stuff. Then like he notices that Rick was back. He's like, Rick, Rick, and his voice kind of cracked a little <laughs> bit. And he's like, see, my voice is messing up because I've been talking to your people all damn day. And I was like, yeah, he had to have ad libbed that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, also, I like to laugh whenever he, like, gets mad. Like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan sounds hilarious when he tries to yell. Because he doesn't, like, he sounds, like, mad, but he doesn't sound mean to me. I don't know. I'm loving him as Negan. I'm trying to think of a... I am, too. Negan's my boo. I'll tell you. I love him. <laughs> love him, love him, love him. I actually was... Searching on Amazon the other day for a Negan blanket, and all they have is Rick and Daryl. So I might have to just get Rick. Because I like Rick, too. So then we come back, and Eugene is overseeing his project with the smelted metal. And Dwight comes out. And this was another funny part of the, you know, he was kind of trying to apologize when we were talking about earlier. And he's like, I don't know if you caught my name. He's like, nope. He's like, I'm Eugene. You're Dwight. We are Negan. (laughs) And I just, I was laughing. That was funny. I just have to wonder if they're both thinking about the last time when. Well, you tried to apologize. So I think so. It was like one of those awkward moments. Like it seemed like it, like from the beginning when, because Eugene's sitting there chomping on a pickle (laughs) and then Dwight comes out. I was laughing my ass off. It was so I mean, funny. it's kind of hard to apologize to a guy about biting his dick off while you're eating a pickle at the same time. Like That's what made it funny. <laughs> so I, I just wonder what's going to happen next week. Uh, They're going to be at a carnival. Go- I did see that on the preview. Go- going back to Negan's overall ridiculousness, like I can't, w- I can't wait until he meets uh, 
what's his name, uh, Ezekiel, and his what Negan's reaction to what to the tiger? Oh, would be. I, oh, I God, think, yeah! Think, Holy shit, you guys have a fucking tiger? I think he already knows. Does he though? They know where the kingdom is. I wonder if he's already you know, been to the kingdom. They've I already set up would, the trades. I would think he would have barged in like he has every other place. Well, and maybe that's why he is allowing like an understanding between him and the and the kingdom because that tiger will fucking eat him. I just, I just I I just hope that they haven't. Matt, and I just want to see a scene of Negan seeing the tiger for the first time, being that, like, "Are you that would be awesome. kidding me? That would be awesome." Well, you saw Rick's reaction when he saw it for the first time. They were just like, "Whoa, what the <laughs> fuck is that?" And, Car- and Jesus is like, "Oh yeah, there's a tiger." Carol just straight up laughing in his face, just like <laughs> she really? cracked me up. I love her. She is awesome. Because like. That would have been me, like, even, like, three years or however long into the zombie apocalypse, I would have been like, seriously, you, uh, you're calling yourself a king and you got a fucking tiger? Like, really? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that that is awkward, it is. But it, it, it works. <laughs> it works with the show. And then you got these fucking trash people that, I wonder if they've met the tiger yet. They go, oh, big they, kitty no, cat. No, they haven't. <laughs> And I wonder if Tara's sure gonna tell them about Oceanside so they can get all the weapons. Well, how how have the, how have the trash people survived this long? If they have like that that code of we don't bother, we just take. Well, it's like I think people probably kinda... leave them alone, just like people leave the emo kids alone because they're fucking weird. <laughs> well, like how do they go out and get food and shit? Like I guess they, they steal it. Yeah, they sneak in through people's defenses. But they didn't want to sneak in through the boat stuff. I think they were afraid to try to get it. I think they are. They want to get things that they need, and they're going to get it through other people. But they're afraid to, I guess, deal with the zombies on their own. Because that was like really dangerous for Aaron and Rick to get through that swamp through all those walkers. So then, how useful are these people going to be against the saviors? I think the like... fact that they're just manpower. Cannon, yeah, cannon fodder. Yeah. Manpower <laughs> and they have some weapons. I think that's the only thing Rick was seeing. Or they're going to do the, the weird circle line formation on <laughs> Amnigan and Negan's just going to be like, what the hell is this? Well, they might, be, <laughs> they might be able to sneak into Negan's camp while everybody's asleep. I don't know. He's pretty secure. I don't know. Carl just rode in there in a truck and shot like three of his guys. Carl's <laughs> fucking crazy. Well, Jesus made it in there and without being seen, too. That's true, too. And Daryl, I mean, in the end... He fucking pretty, left, yeah. He had a pretty easy way out. Like, just had to kill one guy. And that guy was eating a sandwich. Yeah, and, then, and, that, guy <laughs> was, and that guy was begging for his life. He didn't have to kill him, either. He was just, I was just like, no, fuck you. Like, Daryl was just pissed off, so he was like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> and you're out too, because I'm gonna beat you to death. <laughs> Poor fat Joe. <laughs> we hardly knew ye. Yeah, we hardly knew him. I I, I put him up there with uh with T Dog as like the characters that I like T Dog. I, I like T Dog. It was just like 
I felt like he never existed on the show. Like he would say something and then like nobody around him would react. Like he was always ignored. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I liked him though. So so he's kind of like uh, oh what's his name? The ghost in the sixth set. Some people saw him, other people he was just yeah. there and didn't really even know that he was there. That was exactly. a good movie. And I felt bad for T Dog. Then like he gets killed and like nobody really cared that he died. Like well, You're like, oh, but he found Carol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor T Dog. Rest in peace, buddy. I always thought it'd be funny if like they brought T Dog back on the show and like they just don't make mention of the fact that he died and everybody just pretends that like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, so kind of like or if they just put him in scenes. See if anybody just... notices. Have him like walk through like hilltop or something. It's like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Everybody just keeps talking. <laughs> hey, man, man, you still don't remember me, <laughs> bastards? I, I wish I wish Merle was still here. Oh, Merle's awesome. I wish he was here for for all of this. Plus, I met him once. Totally fangirled on that one too. <laughs> Michael, Michael. We, we were at a con up here and he was here and um, he walked into the gift shop and I went <gasps> and I was like oh that was bad I should not have done that <laughs> and, and then we went to his table later but yeah I met him I met um, who else did I meet Axel Big Tiny the first zombie girl in The Walking Dead I forget her name we only actually she was actually like her mom was a bitch <laughs> I'm saying, if anybody ever listens to this show, her mom, I understand she's a kid and everything, but we went over to see her because she was like the same age as my daughter at the time. So, whatever. I met a bunch of people from The Walking Dead, but I still haven't met like any main characters yet. Uh, A friend of mine lives in Atlanta and she says that like they film literally like 10 minutes down the road from her and that she sees them all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. I have a friend on Facebook that sees them all the time, too. She's always posting pictures, and she lives in Georgia. She actually works at the Walking Dead store. Like, she was like, I know who, I like, I know who's who dies in the premiere because, like, I know who hasn't been showing up to the sets, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, and she was like, message me if you want, if you want it spoiled, and everybody's like, no, we're good. No, I don't want spoiled. Like, one of my, one of our friends, a mutual friend, he gets the scripts all the time for the show and I'm like don't send them to me until after I've seen it and then I would like to read the scripts I don't want to be spoiled I want to be surprised like everybody else yeah I kind of had it figured out before then anyway but I still wanted to be surprised yeah I don't know I I just still really love this show now Fear the Walking Dead we do review that on here but I'm not into that like I am the Walking Dead I watched the first two episodes and I was like, this is just the same shit, but with like less interesting characters. Yeah. And why this just exists just so you can make more money off the brand. Like, I you're think not so. Telling any, you're not doing anything different with the story or anything. Not really. But I'm, we still do review it on the show. I'm sure when it hits five, six seasons, then we'll be more attached to any of the characters who have survived that long. I don't know if they're going to make it that long. I know. I really don't. I really don't think they will. Yeah. Because most people I know that watch The Walking Dead are not into Fear of the Walking Dead. Because, just like Peter said, it's the same shit. But we don't really... 
we've had seven seasons to fall in love with these characters. You know, and those people were just like, eh, whatever, okay. And, and my tolerance level for The Walking Dead has been getting pretty thin, so I mean, more of that isn't really going to win me over. Right. Have you tried any of the other zombie movies? Like, I mean, zombie shows like iZombie and Santa Clarita Diet? Santa Clarita Diet, I fucking love. I loved it, too. I think that is brilliant. Uh, I also like Z Nation. I did not get into Z Nation. I, I might give it another it try, but didn't get into but it. Santa Clarita Diet, I just thought was fucking hilarious. It was. It, it I, I, I didn't know what it was, like, what it was going in. It was just like, oh, this is going to be some kind of sitcom with Drew Barrymore. Then, like, by the end of the first episode, I was like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Well, I knew it was going to be zombie-related and stuff, so I was like, well, let me check it out. I watched, I mean, it, they're only 30-minute episodes, so I watched all of them in two days. Like, as soon as I got home from work, that is what I watched for two days. I'm, wait, I'm waiting to watch it till we start reviewing it, and then I'll just watch each episode be, before the episode we review it on. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it again, but we'll do that during the, the Walking Dead break, I think would be a good time. Yeah. Plus... Zombie should be coming out in April. I believe I posted that on the page a week or two ago. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, I watched a really cool zombie movie the other day. It's uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. Oh, I've heard that that was good. It um, was really good. I watched it the other night. A friend of mine uh, has been raving about the book that it was based on for a oh, long time. Oh, it's a time. book? Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to get that book. Amazon. <laughs> well, I found a new series of books at the library. Uh, My life as a white trash zombie. Huh? <laughs> What's that about? Oh, this girl's a well white trash, and she ends up almost dying in an accident, and she slowly realizes that she's a zombie, and she just she doesn't know how she got it, but. She, she gets a job at the city morgue. And so it's kind of similar to iZombie. I without, was just going to say that. Without the memories there. And she's not working. Kind of, kind of not working with the police. And so I've read the first one. And then the library didn't have the second book. But I just picked up the third, fourth, and fifth. So I need to read those. But then it's kind of similar to that. But have you guys seen uh Maggie? Yes. I really like that. Yes. I love that movie and it, it was good. A- after watching that I was like, holy shit, Arnold Schwarzenegger can act? Like Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time ever. Like I- I've always loved him as an action hero, but this was like the first time like I've seen him like, you know, play like an understated role where he doesn't really have to you know, break anything or whatever. He right. just has to blow act. up shit. <laughs> He just has to act. And I was like, wow, like, and he's actually like convincing. Yeah, it was a good movie. I really liked it that it was like a different side of the zombie movie. It was, it was not as, it was touching. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. I actually bought it. And I just found Girl with All the Gifts on Amazon. It's $8.92. So I think I'm going to order that. <laughs> I'll have to look for the movie. That sounds good. It, it was get a fire stick, dude. I'm telling you. I got my Roku. It ain't gonna work on the Roku. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Roku too, and you know what? How many times I've used it? Once. 
Oh, I since I got that time. fire stick. I use it all the time. Well, the living room TV is pretty much the kids' Xbox TV. We don't ever watch TV in there. If anybody wants to watch a movie or anything, we all go in my room and watch it. Because <laughs> I got the fire stick in my room. No, my computer's in here, so nights after everybody else is asleep, I'm on my computer watching something on the TV. There you go. So, next week, um, hopefully we'll have Micro back. Um, (laughs) If not, we'll get more guests. Peter, awesome having you on the show. It's kind of cool to podcast with you after listening to you for so long on Matthew Broadcast. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. So, unless you guys have anything else you want to chat about. Uh, quick plug for Mouthy Broadcast. Go for we it. have a Facebook page, Mouthy Broadcast. We have a website, mouthybroadcast.com. We're on the Twitters, the Instagrams. And you can call us up and just talk shit to us at 757-541-2868. Woo! Do it. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash zombieholics, and that's all capitals, all one word. You can find me on Untapped, Instagram, and Twitter at Extified. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Zombie Anonymous Podcast. And go ahead, freak. Now you can find us on Twitter at CMB Anonymous. You can email us at zombie underscore anonymous at outlook.com. Oh, you can find me at Freak5Chaos on Twitter, Snapchat, and Untapped. Um, you can send your butt pics to Eric with a K1990. <laughs> That's E R I K W I T H A K 1990. <laughs> I can't believe you like, remember that. Send those on Snapchat to Eric. <laughs> Hang on, where's our phone number? Let me find it. Oh, let's see here. Um, I also want to plug tonight John L. Davis IV, the author of American Revenant series. If you haven't read his books, go out. I believe the first one is still free on Amazon as the ebook. And go check out everybody else on Zombie Radio Network. I also want to give a <clears throat> excuse me a big shout out to the Horror House. There are new podcasts that's out. Um, actually, a friend of mine that I went to school with. Um, they, I just listened to their fo- first show, and it was about the movie Christine. It was really good. Um, they're going to do a lot of horror movies and probably some horror history on their show. And you can find them right now on Podbean until they get their um, iTunes and Stitcher going. And then you can call us. Shit, I'm probably going to end up calling him crap. <laughs> I was gonna. I, it won't come up. Let me see. Okay. 814-406-9199. You can call and leave us a voicemail or you can text us. You can text pictures too. And they all go to micro. So text pictures. <laughs> you can also hit us up on SpeakPipe at um, xdefied, X-D-A-F-I-E-D at msn.com and send us a voicemail. So that it for everybody? Yep, I believe so. All right. We're well, all good. Enjoy See you night- guys at the next meeting. Enjoy your nightmares. Bye. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.